Energy balance and energy availability are basic fundamental concepts when it comes to nutrition and just how our body functions and performs well. But with social media and everything that you read out there, especially when it comes to weight management or even athletic performance, we tend to simplify it too much where we're using this equation, you know, calories and energy coming in and how much energy you're expending. That's going to relate to good weight management higher levels of performance where our body just doesn't work in that simple fashion. Our body is so complex and it's so fascinating how every single system of our body, how our body regulates, adapts, adjusts to all of the things that we do on a daily basis. And energy balance is something that's so key. It's not only important for athletic performance, but it is extremely important for just overall health and survival. And when our body does not consume and get enough energy, then comes this concept of we're tapping into our energy availability or this concept of low energy availability. And that is what I want to break down today. This is a great episode for all of the athletes, all of the physically active people out there and anyone out there that's looking to change their body composition or lose weight. And you want to do it in a very healthy and effective way that your body adapts and responds to. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. Thank you again for joining me for another week. Any of the new listeners out there joining for the first time, thank you for joining me. You're in the right place to learn about everything that helps you to optimize your performance. Check back on all of the previous library of episodes from great awesome guest interviews to solo topics that I cover to really help you to achieve your true performance and for all of the returning listeners out there thank you again for joining me for another week I appreciate all of the support and everyone out there please help me to spread the word spread the word about podcast episodes that you liked share it with family friends teammates colleagues and I really enjoy putting together some of these episodes to help everyone out there reach and achieve their goals Also, if you're enjoying these episodes, please go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review the podcast, and also check out all my social media channels at HNL Movement. Check out my YouTube channel because I am putting up all of these podcast highlight clips. A podcast highlight clip is going up daily on my YouTube channel, and I'm trying to get more high quality content on my YouTube channel. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and like those videos as you're watching them. Let's jump straight into this episode today. I have a lot of things that I want to talk about, but I want to keep it very brief, short and sweet. And today's topic is about energy balance and energy availability. And it's funny because thinking back to when I first started to learn about this, I will preface this by saying that By trade, I consider myself a certified athletic trainer and I am going into the field of biomechanics and I do a lot of strength training, rehab and performance training with all of my athletes and clients. And nutrition is a big component of what I do with my clients. And although I went through nutrition education, I am not as well versed as a registered dietitian or a sports dietitian, but Through my studies, I mean, I went through a couple years with precision nutrition, 
all about coaching nutrition. And then I went through the part-time program with the International Olympic Committee and got my diploma in sports nutrition. So I've learned and dove into the research a lot. And this is one of the first concepts that we covered in the International Olympic Committee's sports nutrition program. And it's something that I think more people should be exposed to, especially if you're getting exposed to calories, calorie counting, dieting, and all of that. This is probably one of the concepts that you should hear first before you start to progress on your nutrition journey. And it's about energy balance and energy availability. So let's just dive right into it. Now, like I mentioned, our body is so complex and it's fascinating how precise and how many things our body has to regulate, adjust to, and constantly do this in an ever-changing state. Our body is always fluctuating. Think about when we're eating. We're not always eating the exact same food. We're not eating at the exact same time. Physical activities, our schedules throughout the day, when we have to be more mentally focused, all of these kinds of things, we're not doing it in an extremely regimented fashion. We're not built like machines. So thinking about that, we cannot say that we're always going to consume the same amount of calories and when we go out to practice or play our game, we're going to expend the same amount of calories. That is not realistic and that's not how our body works or our life works in general. So basically, our body has to be a buffer and be able to adjust, adapt, and make sure that we're staying relatively in this homeostatic state when it comes to energy balance. And that's what I want to talk about today is it's not as simple as that equation. Energy coming in and energy that we're expending, that is going to determine our energy balance. That's going to determine our health, our weight. That is not how the body works. I can't emphasize that enough. And really how the body does work is there's so many systems, organs. Our brain, our hypothalamus is one of the regions that is responsible for regulating our energy balance. And also among many other things to help us function well and keep us alive. But it's all of these things together that are trying to regulate and achieve balance over the long term. I think that's the key. Our body is really good at making these small little adjustments, but it's thinking what's the trend? What has been going on? Where are we going? How are we adapting? And our body is preparing for the long term as well to make sure that our body can function optimally, but more importantly, making sure that our body can survive. That's the number one thing all of these systems are trying to do subconsciously is to make sure that our body can survive. And as long as we're surviving, we are in some type of state of energy balance because we're able to maintain the basic physiological processes that keep us alive. So energy balance is a combination of all of the things that are going on with our activity, how our body is surviving, and how much energy we're actually consuming. Now this brings up the point, the very, very important point, if there's one thing that I want you to take home from this episode is this concept of energy availability. And energy availability is the difference between our energy intake, so what we're consuming through foods, drinks, and exercise energy expenditure. And I'm even going to include anything that's physically active, not even formal exercise sometimes. Just all of the things that our body is doing on an extra basis that counts as exercise. And why I say extra is because this is beyond the basic physiological functions again. That is just what we need all the time. So when we do energy on top of that, that's extra exercise energy expenditure that we need to account for. 
So the bottom line here is that we do need energy for many, many more things other than exercise. And after you take into account all of the energy that we expended through exercise, whatever's left over, that's the energy that we need for our body just to function optimally and carry out all of the survival functions, basic metabolism, brain function, being able to digest food, regulate hormones, bone health, cardiovascular health, and all of these other things, which I'll touch on in a second. That is what we need to make sure that we have enough energy, energy availability for. When we don't have enough of that energy after you account for exercise, that is what we term low energy availability. And that's when it becomes hard for your body to function optimally with the energy that it has to carry out some of these basic functions. So that's the overall concept of low energy availability. And what I want to talk about a little bit, we'll give a little examples and numbers. There's still a lot of research that's going on with this, even though we've come a long way to understand some of the detrimental effects of low energy availability, meaning that you're not consuming enough calories really. So in general, what we do know, roughly speaking, everyone's different. So the term that we use in sports and athletes is relative energy deficiency in sport. And that's talking about when we have low energy availability to carry out these basic functions. So what we generally know now is that for most females, around 45 calories per kilogram of fat-free body mass, so lean body mass per day, That is what is about that ideal range so that you can function optimally. For males, it's a little lower. It's about 40 calories per kilogram of lean body mass per day is about that ideal range. So I'll talk about this and put it a little bit more into perspective in a second. Now we know that when you get too low, that's when you have low energy availability and your body is going to respond not in a good way. And that is when we're consuming about 30 calories or less per kilogram of fat-free mass per day. Now, to give you an idea of what this actually means, so a general rule of thumb is that for every 100 pounds of lean body mass, I want to emphasize it's lean body mass, not your total weight. So you would have to know roughly your body fat percentage, and then you can calculate how much lean body mass you have out of your total body weight. So for every 100 pounds of lean body mass, you want to consume about 2,000 calories a day. And this is, again, just to make sure that your body can run on all cylinders, make sure all of the necessary physiological processes can be carried out and can be carried out in a healthy way. And this example that I just gave, about 100 pounds of lean body mass, that's assuming that we're getting around 45 calories per kilogram of lean body mass per day. So that's roughly your ballpark. So you can already see if you have 150 pounds of lean body mass, then you're probably consuming around 3000 calories per day. If you have 200 pounds of lean body mass for some of the athletes that you're in sports, that you're naturally bigger, then you're thinking 4000 calories per day is kind of that ideal range. Now, I know I'm talking about the ideal range. So let's talk about the low end when you're getting to that stage that you're relative energy deficient in sport. So that's that 30 calories per kilogram of lean body mass per day. So for that 100 pounds of lean body mass, if you're consuming that low end, low energy availability of 30 calories per kilogram of lean body mass per day, that comes out to about 1,360 calories or so, 
which you can already see that is not a lot of calories but at the same time it's not so far out there that it's not possible for someone to do so i want you to think about that because it's not always about restricting calories and i have a good episode that i did previously earlier this year about the truth about calories which is episode 63 so you should go check that out because that kind of ties into what i'm talking about right now now i want to give another example too more realistic so how to actually work through some of these estimations and again this is just a guideline to give you a ballpark as to what is happening and make sense of that with what is actually happening in real life how are you feeling and some of the things that i'm going to get to in a second so let's give a real life example and i want to use round numbers so it doesn't get so complex the math but just to walk through an example so let's say you're a male that's around 150 pounds and you have about 15% body fat. So doing the math of that, you're gonna have about 128 pounds of lean body mass. Now, if you convert that to kilograms, because that's what the equation is calling for, that's about 58 kilograms. Okay, so 58 kilograms, if I eat about 40 calories per kilogram of lean body mass, which is the 58 number, so 58 times 40, that equals about 2,300 calories per day. Now, if you think about that, that's probably the average that most people consume. And again, this is just to make sure that we have adequate energy so we don't tap into that energy availability to make sure that we can survive and run the basic physiological processes. What I want to emphasize here is that if you are exercising on top of that, let's say you're a recreational athlete, or let's say you're training every day for about two, three hours a day, that's all going to be added to this 2,300 calories. So meaning that if you're training and maybe we're needing to utilize another three, four, 500, 600 calories, that means that's like a whole nother meal sometimes that we need to consume to make sure that we do maintain good energy balance. So you can see how this is just an estimate of how to actually use some of these numbers to make sense of it all. Now, if you've heard my other episode, as I mentioned, episode 63, The Truth About Calories, you know that I'm not a big calorie counter. I don't use this with a lot of my athletes. But I think in this example, what I'm trying to emphasize here is that it's not always about eating less. Sometimes we need to consume more variety of nutrients and the calories will come just to make sure that our body can function and we do not want to get into this place that we're tapping into our energy availability because then there's going to be so many detrimental effects with all different systems in our body and that's what i want to get to next is that low energy availability relative energy deficiency in sport it affects every system in our body it's not just dealing with something like weight management in isolation. So it influences a lot of things. I mean, this started with more of the research with the female triad, you know, with bone health, with menstrual dysfunction and disordered eating patterns. But beyond that, it affects so many more things. So it affects immune function, our endocrine function, metabolic function, of course. Iron deficiency is something that's commonly correlated or associated with these things as well. Growth and development, psychological, cardiovascular, gastrointestinal, endocrine system, reproductive function, all of these things are affected 
when we are in low energy availability. And you can see that these are all processes that our body undergoes and needs to function. But what happens when we don't have enough energy, your body starts to prioritize which functions are more important and what can we start to turn off. And that becomes a problem, is our body is not functioning optimally. So at that point, it's kind of how I relate it is like, remember when our phones were not as good and your phone, if you were running low on battery and energy, you would have to put it on like power save mode. And in power save mode, if you had to do something that required more energy, you couldn't even do anything in power save mode. That's typically what's happening when we tap into our energy availability in our body. It's like our body is on power save mode and it's going to start to turn off some of the functions and things that we don't necessarily need to absolutely keep us alive. And that's the female triad, right? Because you have amenorrhea, you have menstrual dysfunction. In other cases, you have bone loss, you have other types of dysfunctions and other systems. Of course, you're feeling low energy. You're not feeling like you're functioning optimally. So that is why we don't want to get in a state where we're in low energy availability again. And this is especially true when we're doing a lot of physical activity or we're playing sports is that we want to make sure that we're giving our body all of the energy it needs, not only to perform in that sport, but just to keep us healthy keep our immune function up, keep us functioning and running on all cylinders again. And the last thing that I want to re-emphasize, I mentioned episode 63, the truth about calories, because energy is important. It's a piece of the puzzle. But remember, energy and calories, it tells us nothing about all of the other aspects of nutrition in regard to food quality, nutrients that we need, how our body processes, digests nutrients, all of these other factors. So, Energy is a piece of the puzzle. I want you to remember that. But when it gets to making sure that we're getting adequate amounts of energy, that is extremely important to overall health. So the take home message here is that energy is just part of the equation to make sure that our body has everything that it needs to function optimally. And this is important because we don't want our body to physiologically shut down processes that we need to function optimally. I can't emphasize enough that health and performance is not about eating less. I would say that it's more about eating smart, being smart with your food choices, your nutrition habits, and eating the appropriate amounts of food that really helps to support your activity level. Energy and calories, again, it's just a piece of the puzzle. And what is more important than that when we talk about the big picture of nutrition is to learn how to create sustainable habits that really support your lifestyle, your activities that you're doing in that moment, and it just supports you and your overall health. That is something that I emphasize a lot with my clients, for myself personally, and really taking care of your body and really practicing the nutrition habits that work specifically for you. That is probably the biggest thing that we all need to practice on a daily basis. And when you do that, you'll feel better, you'll perform better, and you'll definitely see improvements and a lot of positive influences with every single aspect of your life. Beyond just your physical activity and your sport, cognitively, how you're feeling, how your body is functioning, all of these things will affect each other and everything will work better together. And like I said in the beginning of the episode, this is something that I wish for myself, I wish I knew earlier in my career, 
But even for a lot of the clients that I coach, it's making sure that we understand some of the basics of nutrition before we start to get into a lot of the complex topics, strategies, and practices. When we think that that's the big part of nutrition, when we really need to focus on some of the basics and energy availability, energy balance, knowing some of this information is some of the basics that will really help you listening out there to really help to elevate your performance again. I will leave it at that. I hope you took a lot away from this episode and I'll make more related content on this topic very soon. Be sure to check out my YouTube channel in the future. I will definitely start to put up more videos that tie into the podcast, tie into everything that I'm doing in my studies and research. And again, if you have any feedback for me, any questions, please feel free to reach out. You can contact me at andrew at hnlmovement.com through my contact page or through social media. I hope everyone is doing well out there, taking care of yourself, training hard, and keep up all of that great work. I will be back here, new episodes every Tuesday. So I will be back here same time, same place next week. Until then, take care of yourself, train hard, practice fundamental nutrition habits, and optimize your performance. Aloha. 